kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider sharing it with a teacher, a classmate, a relative, or someone you think should hear it. And thanks. What is bravery? Bravery is about what you do when faced with danger, fears, anxieties, or difficulties. When we think about being brave, we probably think of saving someone from a dragon or doing a really big jump on your bike or other more serious things like fighting fires or standing up for someone else. But bravery isn't just about big heroic acts. I think bravery can also be smaller everyday things like focusing on your breathing, talking to someone you love, asking for a hug, holding someone's hand, closing your eyes really tight. Um, I think all of these things we can do when faced with our fears and can help overcome them. Welcome to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm a teacher, a librarian, and I'm your host. Today, we're kicking off a special series of episodes with the authors and illustrators of our A Little Book About series. We know that many of you listening have younger brothers and sisters, nieces and nephews, neighborhood friends, and new-to-the-neighborhood faces. And while this series is intended for kids ages zero to five, we know that many, many of you are the ones who read to those young learners. The topics we cover in this series are universal, which means they are things that anyone, no matter the age, can connect to. Things like fear and activism and family. So today, as we talk about the big things going on in your world, we're doing so with an author-illustrator from our A Little Book About series. Hi, my name is Rick DeLuco. I'm a graphic designer and illustrator, and most importantly, a father to my two sons, George and Enzo, and husband to my wife, Kelly. I'm also the writer and illustrator of a little book about bravery. Well, Rick, I'm so glad that we get to talk today together. It's neat to be interviewing an author that is also a colleague of mine, (laughs) but I also get to have that vantage point of seeing the brave things that you do in your job, and then getting to talk to you about bravery. So could you tell me a little more, Rick, about what bravery looks like, maybe what it looks like in your life or what it has looked like in your life, or maybe even what it looks like in your family's life? Yeah, I mean, I I think that a big thing that's happening with my family right now is we're moving from Portland, Oregon, and we're moving to Hawaii um, on Oahu. And you know, there's a big trans-Pacific move happening. And I think that, you know, myself, my wife, and my two sons, we're all trying to have as much bravery as possible right now. Um, You know, there's a lot of change, a lot of transition. For all of us, I've lived in Portland for 
15 years and that's a big deal but we are i think we're we're taking things step by step and i think one of the big things that i try to talk about in the book is just that element of taking your time and slowing things down taking big breaths and just being able to take things step by step and know that it's going to be okay if you just kind of slow things down Rick, you used a word that I don't know that I've heard very much before, and maybe our listeners are feeling the same way. You said that your move is trans-Pacific. What does that mean, trans-Pacific? That means crossing the Pacific Ocean in whatever way. <laughs> oh, because Portland borders the Pacific Ocean, and Hawaii is out there in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, isn't it? It does, yeah. So, I mean, I will be flying over to Hawaii, but we will be packing our stuff and and our stuff will be on a boat across the Pacific. Our car will also be on a boat crossing the Pacific. So, you know, we will all meet all, all of our stuff and myself will meet <laughs> on the island and I'll pick it up from there. So yeah, we're all crossing the Pacific Ocean. You know, I'm sure... In your family, you talk a lot about bravery, but I also wonder for all of us listening, if you have ideas for how we can talk to others in our life about being brave, whether it's a time when we want to help someone with strength to be brave or talking about our own bravery as a means of giving strength to someone else. How have you talked to other people about bravery, Rick? That's a really great question. And one of the big reasons why I wrote this book was for my son, George. You know, when I was a little kid, I dealt with a lot of anxiety, um, anxieties around school, change, transition. You know, when he was about three, and I think a lot of three-year-olds deal with this, is, you know, I was starting to see some of some similar things. And I wanted to make sure that I was supporting him as much as I could. I know that at least for George and I, we established really early on just a lot of open communication and talking about what makes us afraid. And I think that's kind of the first step is trying to name it in a way. And we just talked openly about, you know, what exactly we're afraid of. And I think that helps me process my anxieties now as an adult is just trying to name it and understand what I almost automatically do to cope with those and how those coping skills are also really brave things, you know? And I, I don't think that those things get highlighted as much in stories that we read, television that we watch, cartoons that my kids consume. You know, you see a lot of just big heroic things. Those are great. Superheroes are awesome. Uh, I love comic books. But what about the small things that we do? What about those things that we, you know, those things, maybe even not small, but just everyday things that we do, you know, to cope? And are we being kind to others? That's a really brave thing as well. You know, not even just internally, but externally. What are we doing? Agreed. All that bravery on top of bravery. You're right. And things that we we can reflect, this small act you're doing really is an act of bravery. And speaking of what may have felt at first like a small act, Rick, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about creating a book for young readers. I know our little book about series is really intended for ages zero to five, although we know our bigger siblings and kids are going to be reading them to younger children and also taking these messages from them. But for you, what was it like to create a little book about bravery? It was 
really interesting. The story there was really funny. Uh, I'm a designer, graphic designer and illustrator for a kid's book about and, uh, you know, have been illustrating for years and been book designing for a long time. And so, you know, working with Jelani at a kid's book about uh, when I first started, he was just kind of like, you know, we want to try to tap into board books and I want you to explore like what that could look like. And so right away, I was like, this is great. This is right up my alley. I'm really excited. It was really funny. I started working one night and I started, I worked until really late. It was like 2 a.m. And I just wasn't really getting anything. I just like ended up going to bed, laying there for a long time with my eyes closed, just not being able to fall asleep. It was about 4 a.m. And I, it just all of a sudden I had this idea popped in my head and I, I opened my eyes, I grabbed my phone and started jotting this, this story down. And I, I wrote the story right then and there uh, at 4 a.m., laying in bed with my son, George, and my wife. And I went to sleep after that, felt really good, went to sleep. I think like every creative thing that you're doing, like late at night, you have to sleep on it and wake up and see if it's still okay and good. Uh, so I woke up the next morning or that morning and uh, read it again. And I was like, hey, this, is, this isn't bad. Like there's some changes that need to happen, but this isn't bad. So I, you know, used it as a design explorer and illustrated the book and, you know, designed the thing front to back and presented it to Jelani and, and he loved it. He was like, this is a great first go. And so I think the funniest thing is that it was just never my intention for this book to really be published. But Jelani loved it so much that he uh, told me that he wanted to include it in the first collection. And I was just thrilled. I was just thrilled. <laughs> so the two things I'm hearing, one, are that, and I bet other listeners have this feeling, where you go to bed and your brain is sort of trying to work out a problem. And then at some random time in the middle of the night, you get clarity where it almost feels like it comes to you in a dream is a phrase we sometimes use, but you had it. And then also the second thing I hear is that uh, you thought you were just playing. How many of us play and don't don't play with the intention of it being a real serious thing in the end, but what we discover when we play ends up being something in your case ends up being a book that we can hold and share with people. That's a really cool thing, Rick. You know, thank you. And I think that that was just a, uh, it was a really nice thing to be in that play, playful kind of state when building the book and then having it be the final thing because, you know, at the time I was just kind of running with it. You know, I was just go, I was pulling out the stops. Um, ultimately I think the book you know, if I was doing it in other circumstances, it might have been a little different, you know? So I'm happy with how it turned out, yeah. Do you have a favorite spread? I have a favorite spread from the book. Do you have a favorite spread that you can share with readers? This is a podcast, so we'll have to describe the art a little bit, and then when people go and find the book, they can they can find it too. What's your favorite spread, Rick? It is hard to choose uh, because I feel so, you know, partial to all of them. But uh, I think one spread that I keep going back to all the time is this spread talking about a one-eyed drooling blob monster. And it's this green blob monster and he's got this one big eye in the center and uh, he's got these, you know, two front teeth sticking out of a smile and this drool kind of hanging down and he's got pink spots on him. And, uh, he's just, I describe it in the book as, you know, like, yeah, you can talk to a big monster and that's really brave. That's a brave thing for sure. But, you know, deep in my mind, I'm like, 
this guy's really cute, actually. I really like, I think this, <laughs> this character is so cute. Uh, I don't see who would be afraid of this little cute character. And I, I do definitely think that uh, I'll have to talk to Jelani about this, but I think there's potential for a plush toy uh, with this with this character. Oh, how adorable <laughs> is that? I love the page after that. You have a child just closing eyes, breathing in. The text reads, but when you're afraid, bravery can be as simple as taking a big, deep breath. And I love that spread, Rick, because I can feel my body wanting to mimic what the character is doing on the page. I really like that. Thank you. Yeah, I think that was something that kind of hit close to home as a part of my exercises when I'm feeling anxiety or feeling afraid. It's just something that I try to do is just kind of slow things down and take a big deep breath and kind of close my eyes and try to refocus. So I love that. So when we, the readers, read that part, we're connecting with you. That's really neat. Exactly, yeah. I want to close our conversation together by asking, thinking of those readers, if there's a message about bravery that you'd like to share with our listeners. I want everyone to know that if you're afraid or feeling anxious, it's okay to slow down and take your time. You know, for instance, like I was a little nervous about this interview, but I reminded myself to slow down. I talked to my wife and my loved ones and I did some breathing exercises and I felt more ready to go than I was before. So I think that that's just something that you can try to practice when you're starting to feel your heart thump a little bit quicker. Yeah, you can just kind of get in there and you can just try to refocus and breathe and slow down a little bit. And I, I, and I, and I think you'll be a little bit more ready to go. And now, read to you in its entirety, here is A Little Book About Bravery by Rick DeLuco. This is a little book about bravery, but it's not about knights and superheroes. It's about how everyone can be brave every day. Sure, standing up to a snarling T-Rex with super sharp fangs is brave. Or talking to a one-eyed drooling blob monster is brave. But when you're afraid, bravery can be as simple as taking a big, deep breath. Holding someone's hand or helping someone in need is brave. Bravery can be sharing your feelings and expressing your love. Being kind to others is brave. And being kind to yourself is brave too. But the biggest and bravest thing you can ever do is be yourself and let you be you. The end. Thank you to Rick DeLuco, author, illustrator of A Little Book About Bravery, for joining us today. You can learn more about this book and others like it by visiting akidsbookabout.com. A Kids Book About, the podcast, is written, edited, and produced by me, Matthew Winner, with help from Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory, and this show was brought to you by A Kids Podcast About. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are found. And if you like this episode, consider sharing it with a friend, teacher, or grown-up. Join us next week for a conversation about fear with Jelani Memory, author and illustrator of A Little Book About Fear. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co. And I also host A Kids Book About the podcast and worth noting. I just wanted to say thanks. 
Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.